Look, we know it was a federal budget handed down last night, but it affects South Australians in a big, big way. And the thing that we've focused on this morning are the power prices. It's Ugh. been announced again, 56% insane. increase over mm-hmm. the next two years. We've already had massive increases over the last five to ten years that we've had to endure. Mm-hmm. And we thought we'd get our Premier on just to say, what is the light at the end of the tunnel? What can happen here Ugh. in South Australia in our own backyard to try and appease this situation? Premier, Peter Malinowskis, good morning. Not a very positive topic, I know, but this is scary. 56% over two years. Shocking. What are we putting in place in South Australia? What can we do here locally? Okay, well, the first thing is I think every person that hears those statistics has every right to be concerned. Uh, whether you're a household with, you know, say if you're a pension on a fixed income, that sort of increase in energy is catastrophic. Mm. Uh, I'm also generally worried about the impact this will have on business. So mm. when these numbers started to come to light late last week, uh, we immediately got to work here in the state government to start planning all the options that we can use, including any legislative options at our disposal to try and ameliorate that impact. Now, I think everyone around the world knows that this is uh, happening for a range of reasons, not least of which what is occurring in Russia. But if I can speak frankly from my perspective, uh, I, I think that in an Australian context, this is a demonstration of catastrophic policy failure that has been allowed to fester for the better part of a couple of decades. The truth is that Australia is an energy exporter mm. And uh, we find ourselves, in that context, we really should be ameliorated as a nation of the impacts of what we're seeing in other parts of the world. Russia's not hurting our power bills, is it? Well, it it absolutely is because it has had the impact on global markets and global energy prices. The question is, why shouldn't Australia be ameliorated from the worst of those impacts, considering that we are a net energy exporter? Uh, We are the world's second or third largest exporter of LNG. And we know that in many instances, uh, there are are long-term contracts in place for gas that is well below the market price that is currently being exported overseas. And um, I'm not suggesting for a moment that we should be examining the termination of of contracts that are made on the basis of, um, you know, the rule of law. Having said that, I can't help, I don't, I think it is, undeniable that for us to find ourselves in this situation does represent substantial policy failure. Now, but what, what's um, actually I, changed the cost though, uh, Premier? I don't understand from a, a year ago, why are our power, why is our power bill going up so much? What, what's the actual fix with the cost of mm-hmm. making that go up? Well, a, well a, a discerning dissection of all those reasons is now underway because... So no what? Rue, we don't I, even know. Well, for, well for, 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 it's fair to say, Rue, my first question was the one that you just asked. Put simply, the preliminary um, advice that we're getting back is that it's principally around global coal and gas prices. Now, the fact that we have far greater presence of sense. renewable energy here... I'll I'll flesh it out. So the reason for, in South Australia, we aren't going to see, our advice is we aren't going to see the worst of the impacts that is occurring in the East Coast. And that is because we have more renewables in our energy mix here in South Australia than what happens on the Eastern Seaboard. But we are ultimately part of a national electricity market. And for the rest of the country on the Eastern Seaboard, 54% of all of their energy, all of their electricity comes from coal. And the coal price has exploded. The gas price has exploded. We're talking three, four times what it was. It increases of multiple hundreds of percents. Now, that means that if you're a gas producer, 
you are charging the market price for your gas. If you're a coal producer, you are producing, mm. you are charging mm. the market price for your coal. And they are passing those costs on to to Australian energy mm. um, producers, electricity generators. So, um, but I keep coming back to the fundamental point. Um, ultimately, we are a net energy exporter. And I think at this point, at this juncture, with such a catastrophic price increase on the cards, we should be contemplating every last option at our disposal to oh, ameliorate the impact. It's just sound, it just sounds cr- absolutely crazy. We don't even know why our prices are going up. We don't well, encourage people to produce gas. The gas prices are going up. Coal's going up because the rest of the world's using it and burning it, and we're, our power bills well, are going through the roof. Well, well, in, in South Australia, um, my government acknowledges the fact that gas is an important part of the transition and yeah. we're doing everything we can to actively encourage class exploration. We've always been, in South Australian Labor, we've always been uh, pro-grass exploration, unlike some other parts of the country. But, you know, the, the simple fact is that uh, when Vladimir Putin uh, invaded Ukraine and that completely disrupted global mm. uh, energy markets, I mean, we've seen increases like well in excess of this in other parts of, of Europe and, and also mm. the US. So... This is a challenge that we now have to confront. Pete, uh, you said before about uh, pensioners and normal households and, um, and and you said business. So uh, whether it's a pub, that, you know, power prices will probably go up, say, 50 grand a year. So schnitzels and beers will go up. Or and another example oh. I can think of, Adelaide Oval, for instance, like with their lights. So it'd have to be over a million dollars. It might be two million bucks. They can't charge more for drinks and and pies and and chips and things like so they can't charge more for tickets to get in so therefore you know that's the squeeze that's going to come with these power price things whether it's adelaide oval a pensioner a pub or um a factory or or a hospital or whatever everything's going to get hurt um so the inflation figures that we see are, you know, across the nation at the moment of inflation, you know, seven, eight percent. Um, that hasn't even factored in any of that. Mm. And the truth is that um, energy represents, generally speaking, the single, second biggest expense in any business outside of labour. Mm. And uh, I'm, I, I think any policymaker, I think any person would be desperately concerned about the prospect of these increases. I certainly am. Mm. Just to go back to the to the reasons why. And I, I, I don't make this remark to, to litigate a political point, but the simple fact is this. Once the governments around the country started privatising generators and energy and our energy, uh, our, our generators, our poles and wires and our electricity retailers, the government lost control of the market. Mm. Now, there is one place in the country where that didn't happen, and that's in Western Australia. In Western Australia, they still own their electricity assets. They never privatised. And they also did another thing. They put in a gas reservation policy. So from memory, 10% of all Western Australian gas that is mined comes back to the Western Australian market. So those two things combined mean that Western Australia is being is not experiencing any of this. Mm. So I just, just, I just invite your listeners to think about that. All the states around the country that are on the national electricity market and operate in a privatised system, they're looking down the barrel of 50% increase in energy costs, not in Western Australia. In fact, I spoke to the Western Australian Premier about this yesterday. Their energy is going up by 2.5%. So I just Mm. just, when we talk about privatisation, 
this is part of the consequence. Premier, I totally agree with what you just said. Just uh, myself, mm. I, I, you know, I'd love to go back to the days of the electricity trust. You do not sell off utilities. And we did it, and the other states did it, and uh, I, you scratch your head forever wondering and asking mm. why. And because this is broke. the position we're in. Look, my job now isn't to, to, to be revisionist. I, I, I make that point because it's worthy of... It's, it's no, definitely. how we got here. Yep. But but my focus from is clearly on what we can do, having been receiving this information the last few days, and we've, we've got a team of people in the state government looking at options that state government has and that the state parliament has. And uh, that'll be a, a substantial effort that we'll speak more to in, in weeks ahead. Yep. Fantastic. Premier, thanks so much for Thank joining you. us. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, cheers. <laughs>